In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. It's the podcast where one co-host leaves and I gain at least two more. I'm the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Beer Blues and BS. Just to my left, well, you know him. You've seen him before. He knows how to blast things like no other. He is the one and only J.S. Gunslinger. Welcome back to the show. How are we doing, Kidder? I'm I'm great, man. I'm about five, six drinks in, so I'm doing great. Yeah. How are you doing? We are doing wonderful. Woo! And we have a special announcement. What's this what's the special tonight? announcement? I don't know if anybody else knows this. Well, what, why don't we why don't we get the other guests on oh, here first? Okay. And we'll, yeah. uh, I, we'll do it. That's you are correct. We <clears throat> remoting in to the show because normally we are in everywhere but together. On the other end of this digital wizardry is the brewmaster himself for Triple B, the local geek. Welcome into the show. Hey, thanks, guys. I am I'm honored to have both of you all here. Howard's too good to be with us tonight. I just have to show that or say that he's going to give me shit for that. But you know what? It's worth it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> because of all the nights... A special announcement. It is, and uh, so we have we have a birthday on the set tonight, and it's not only a birthday; it is it is the birthday. Oh, he, he, you know, he tried to run away, but it, it is <laughs> the Mark Kidder that has his birthday tonight. It's true; it, it hasn't hit midnight yet, so it is still my birthday. Another trip around the sun. Woo! That's right. Here and, we go. Uh, we, uh, we 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 have a we have a we have a gift for you. A parting gift is it? A parting gift. <laughs> Time to get that last here. one, man. I'm taking over your show. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Oh, local! Look at that local geek. Put his headphones down. He's out of here. <laughs> he's like, screw this show. He went around the corner. We don't even know if he's coming back. Disappeared into space. I. He's gone. Pretty soon, we're gonna have a phone booth show up, and he's just gonna vanish right. in. He. Oh, he snuck around the corner to get something. <laughs> He's, he's got like expert wizardry. What what are you doing over there? Oh, I was getting myself a drink. Oh, <laughs> perfect time. Like somebody else is saying something monumental and important. <laughs> well, I better leave. So we got a present oh, yeah. for you. Well, thank you. Is there a machete in here? It could be a machine gun. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I could use about two, three of those right now. Uh, Have you seen the economy lately? We could probably make that happen <laughs> you know the funny thing you is know you, who you're talking to correct <laughs> uh, you and i have been talking about making an ar for about five years so one of these years one of these years he'll pony up and let me build one for him we're, we're we'll, gonna we'll get do this. that but first of all thank you absolutely and uh salute let's take a look at what's what's inside <laughs> the magic bag what do we got here oh the dobliner the Irish whiskey. So that's what I was telling you about in the last show. And I've been going to, the last one I was on, and was going to bring you one the several months ago. 
Figured this was a perfect time to do it. Well, thank you. Absolutely. The, the honeycomb liqueur and the caramel color in the Dubliner. Uh, what else do we got? I mean, it's 30% alcohol per volume. So if you drink the whole thing, you're going to get a little bit messed up. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. What a what a beautiful bottle. Thank I, figured, you. I figured it went with the Irish attire we got going on it's, here. It's, so. it's true. Just you. I mean, it doesn't look like I'm even wearing pants. So there's, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> That's a camouflage joke. I'm just making sure people get that. So thanks. I Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for that. <clears throat> so it is sitting here at, at this moment on the triple B set because <laughs> I keep gaming shit. <laughs> So, uh, we'll save save this for well, you know. I mean, it is a special occasion, so I mean, might as well break it out. Let's let's open this some bitch. How about that, local geek? You have an issue with that? I have no issues with that. Okay, good, because we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you have I mean, a way let's... you can uh, send me a shot. Unless I mean, I've been trying to work on the whole like sending stuff via Bluetooth, but I can't. I can't figure it out. I mean, you do know where I live, so... And you know that this show goes for, like, two hours. <laughs> it only takes about 20 minutes to get where where you are, if, if you could, uh, right behind you there. Thank you. Nope. Oh, this one. I did. I was going to tell you, on, on the way to meeting you the other day, it would have been uh, yesterday, actually. Yeah. Saw a vehicle with a license plate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> O-P-E-S-R-R-Y, I think. Oh. So that'd be seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oops, sorry. You, you, you got to throw a little, little bit oh. more Norwegian oh. in there. Oh. Wow. Right. What? <laughs> wow. That That is a, a good a good scent. I mean, you have the, the standard whiskey tones, but I mean, there, there's the amber end of it where it's like a, a brown sugar taste to it or smell to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, let's see. I mean, it, the, the honeycomb liqueur. Yeah, that that delicious caramel. And it is a product of Ireland. Thank you. Uh, if you open the triple B beer fridge on the top shelf, we have a couple highball glasses because that's what what kind of classy show we are here. Yeah, uh, we better go with that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you already have a glass, so I do. All right. The other one's also Star Trek, in case you were curious. I was thinking maybe it was an avalanche glass, but, you know. Uh, I don't have a highball glass for the avalanche. I just have a pint glass. Thank you. Absolutely. That'll work. Good to the last drop. Uh, local Geek, if you would, we'll just uh, we'll just drop, drop that. Cheers to you. Cheers. <clears throat> All right. First of all, JS, thank you for the delicious gift there. Yeah. We're going to enjoy this. Uh, second of all, thanks for coming over, hanging out, spending some time. Local Geek, thank you for remotely spending some time on the birthday bash of uh, 2022. Absolutely. So thank you. Like like I said, I would have uh, come over to the bars with you guys, but I was watching the little guy tonight, so wasn't able to make it and he had a tough time going to bed tonight too so he oh. just actually fell asleep right before you sent the invite see perfect timing it always works out to be a little bit late exactly. <laughs> i was late too i had to crawl around underneath the trailer house so yeah i get it 
And then, of course, we had to have a couple delicious drinks. Yeah. Uh, a tasty old fashioned. I mean, uh, you enjoyed your old fashioned there. That was that was really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. uh, the the bartender knows what he's doing there. Mm-hmm. Very good. Of course, the uh, what we're referring to is the speakeasy in uh, Bismarck. And just because we're mentioning them, don't want to leave out the delicious place. I know you haven't been to yet. Local geeks been there uh, several times, and I've been there several times, and we need to go because. They have one of the best old fashions in the region. It is uh, <clears throat> a wonderful place over in Mandan called Thomas and Moriarty's. And uh, 510.2 is the place in Bismarck. The Speakeasy. So, you know, there we go. Got a Speakeasy. So, we're giving a couple of quick shout outs to both of those. Anyway. And I will absolutely that, meet you over there if you guys come over sometime. Except for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it'd probably be loud over there. So, yeah. Tell you what, local <laughs> geek, you know what we should do? Wednesday nights over there are old fashioned nights where they have oh. uh, a special. I think Whiskey Wednesdays. When when five dollar old fashions, I think is what they are. I don't recall the price. So if they're five dollars, they're five dollars. If they're not five dollars, then they're that price on Wednesday. So I'm just throwing that asterisk. But they're delicious. And uh, maybe what you should do there, local geek, is set it up so then uh, we come in maybe a little bit early. They have the place shut down. We can do a little bit of a show, get them involved. You know, I'm, I'm throwing you under there because you're a lot closer and, and you know how to work <laughs> people. And you're in the neighborhood a lot. I, I do know that uh, they have done podcasts inside their place before. I'll throw a shout out to uh, the Ambibulous podcast. They're on a hiatus right now, but that's who uh, they've done quite a few of them with them and a couple of them at Dialectic as well. And of course, Dialectic Brewing, if you didn't know, is right next door, basically to the West. And a local geek knows those individuals very well. If you want to throw a shout, we're throwing shout outs to everybody right now. I mean, might as well throw a shout out to the, to our friends at Dialectic Brewing. For sure, yeah, they're definitely a great place, and I haven't had a beer I didn't like there. So, and they now do ciders as well. If you're a cider guy, good to know. And on top of that, uh, I know you shared it in. Uh, it's been a few episodes already, but the <clears throat> brew that you have made—it's a very special recipe to your heart. Do you want to throw that out there again? Yeah, the mini DNA recipe, that's one they came up with, and they gave me a small batch recipe so I could make it myself. Whoa! It's your real boy, Kyle Boom Boom. He's busting in here like he knows the place. What's happening? Rasta, man. <laughs> got all kinds of action going welcome, on. Tonight. Welcome to the show, brother, mm-hmm. man. Good to be here. <clears throat> He's uh he's got the the podcast voice a little bit going on. So uh welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Happy birthday, brother. <laughs> Thank you, brother man. <laughs> now that the rude boy is here, we can officially throw a cheers out to uh all of our birthdays. It's another day and another year around the sun, so whether it's tomorrow a week later, a month later. Cheers to all of you. Thank you for Cheers. being here. Cheers to everyone. And uh, you watching or listening, happy birthday. Cheers to you.
that is smooth, right? So Rude Boy joined a little bit late uh, from when we discussed the Dubliner <clears throat> Irish liqueur with Irish whiskey. But uh, that's what I, I have right here. Oh, and then he puts his headphones down. So being those two left, <laughs> if you want to see something cool with a little bit of, oh, just it wouldn't do it anymore, with a little bit of Dr. Pepper in there, you can see it coagulating and swirling in there, the, the mixing of the uh, of the two liquids. The Dr. Pepper really brings out the <laughs> brings out the the flavor. Hmm. I mean, this is this, this is pretty damn gorgeous by itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the color in that. So, Ruboy's back. Here is the uh, the the uh, Dubliner Ooh. Irish liqueur right here. Have you had that before, Ruboy? I have not. What's uh, what makes it tasty? Well, there's uh, a lot of notes of uh, caramel in it. And then it's it blended with, because it's a liqueur, it's blended with the Irish whiskey. So it's like a honeycomb liqueur. And then it has this uh, gorgeous caramel color to it. <clears throat> and uh, good old JS here brought that over as a birthday gift. So, again, thank you for Absolutely. that. Appreciate it. He also had it on the show. Oh, I suppose about two months ago at this point, okay. maybe th maybe three. There was snow on the ground. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have it. I'd, I'd mention it that oh. I'd found that was my new favorite. But it I was I was moving snow <laughs> at that time, so there was no alcohol consumption. Yeah, that during that the day, that's right. Heavy equipment. Yeah. Um, with with that day, there definitely <laughs> definitely uh, wasn't. We were. It was just uh, Operation Super Blizzard or whatever mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. Snowmageddon. Yes, the Snowmageddon. Um, which uh, that was that was an interesting time because obviously you are coming to us remotely, <laughs> and by remote I mean like the ghetto fabulous <laughs> remote, a phone in the pocket for for the video. Uh, I believe local geek was in on that he, one too. He was he was I was I uh, I have a much better quality phone now. <laughs> so if we do this again, your your audio and video will hopefully. <laughs> not be absolutely terrible you know it was pretty funny <laughs> but um we're here we survived snowmageddon right at this point i mean practically the summer is over i mean call it it's I done i know it sucks i hate it we still have august i i mean after my birthday it's like what else good happens well august is our only <laughs> summer month everything else is just road construction or snow oh that's a good point. It's a good point. Local Geek, what do you think about that? I mean, you're actually able to get to your house this year. I am able to get to my house this year. The place I'm not able to get easily is where I dump my grass this year. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, so they every, get you one year, and then the next year they get you elsewhere. Every couple of weeks, I kind of curse about trying to drive over there and dump my grass pile. That's how it goes. How about Rude Boy? How's your construction going? It's going all right. Uh, waiting on the uh, the fiber company bring the uh, internet through for uh, hopefully a change in the service. But uh, besides that, uh, grass has stopped growing since we got plenty of heat and uh, just tending to the weeds. So <laughs> yeah, perfect. I I know for a, a fact that uh, you're still obviously waiting on. 
on the interwebs and the fast fiber action and unlimited data. Oh, yes, that's, that's the key point. But yeah, I thought I, they were going to be there by now. I thought they would too. Uh, I'll to fire them another email, see if they have a better time besides uh, summer of this year. But uh, yeah, besides that, it's, uh, it's going all right. Just uh, got uh, a good brew on tap. That uh, What you got on tap there, Rude Boy? We, we haven't got officially the, uh, done on what's on tap. Well, I've got the uh, Confluence Southside Citra Blonde Ale. And uh, reading yeah. from the back of the can. Um, as his name implies, a single hopped south side displays the sharp and zesty notes. The aptly named Citra Hop. Light and refreshing, our south side Citra was crafted to capture the essence of a perfect summer day. Just like today. Woo. A great birthday day. Woo. It has uh, tangerine and orange peel. So it's got a good combination of uh, zesty notes and something that's a little more mellow. So cheers to the birthday, man. Woo! Have you had that one before, Ruby? I have. Yeah, and it's uh, a local brewery here in uh, Des Moines. So it's, uh, it goes down smooth. It's got... Uh, a little different taste to something that's a little more popular, like the the fruity type ales, but uh, it, uh, it it goes down smooth. Uh, if you like a little bit of tangerine, it's it's not so so we'll say orangey, but it's got a good uh, mellow fruit flavor that uh, you don't need any fruit peel or pieces of fruit on the top. You just Sip it and it goes down smooth. On a zero to five, what would you give her? I'd call it uh, when when you drink it in season in the summer. I'd call it a uh, a four point three. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's good if you. It's named aptly after the the south side of Des Moines, where uh, Confluence Brewery is is located. So um, you can take your your cans back, and you get your redemption back, and they they take care of you. So <laughs> yeah. those communistic states that charge you for the aluminium when you buy it in the store, so then you bring it back. It's a rebate. <laughs> no, I'm getting my cash back. <laughs> Five cents. <laughs> The uh, uh, interesting thing, so last week, Howard and I, if you watched last week's episode, Howard and I both uh, had the beer that J.S. Gunslinger is having, which is Farmer John's Multigrain Ale. And you know what? It just so happens that one there came from Des Moines as well, from the Canfluence Brewery. Look at that thumbs up. <laughs> tasty. Right. How are you I enjoying had, it? I had to raid the fridge at the set because... He hadn't opened his present yet, so <laughs> he got some. Yeah, I mean, his glass is empty, so you got something to drink. Let's open the fridge, yeah. <laughs> have one of them there drinks. We're gonna, we're yeah, gonna I, I haven't had a bad beer from Confluence yet. They uh, they kind of reach out and have a few that are 
a little on the uh, experimental side, but uh, they're they're all pretty decent. I've got one more from them too. For later. one more from them for later. Good. <laughs> we'll we'll get a couple mo lawns mowed and uh, other things happen by then. So sip on that tasty tasty beverage, local geek. I I saw you sneaking some sips over there out of that triple B glass. So uh, what's on tap for the brewmaster tonight? Yeah, I, I happen to have something here. Um, first, I wanted to make a comment, though, about the experimental beers. There's a brewery out of Sydney, Montana called Meadowlark Brewery. They have periodically a mushroom-infused beer, which I've not tried. I'm not a big mushroom fan, but I am curious about it. They come with a side of gravy. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a flavor profile that you'd expect in a I beer. So. Of it. Does it uh, does it taste like mushroom, or did they just pull out the the happy mushrooms and put them in there? <laughs> I'm I'm thinking the earthy flavored mushrooms, not the happy ones. I think I'm going to pass then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I have here is, uh, I think you can see it there, the brother Thelonious. Uh, Belgian Abbey Ale from North Coast Brewing. There's not a lot on the can for description, but I did pull it up on their website because it's got a little bit of an interesting backstory. Um, their description says, with all of the interest in Belgian ales and in the monasteries that brew them, it's time to remind the world that here in the U.S. we have a monk of our own, jazz legend Thelonious Monk. He's the inspiration for North Coast Brewing Belgian-style Abbey Ale with an ABV over 9%. This strong dark ale is rich and robust. The label features the jazz master himself, a portrait by California artist Eric Gribich. And then uh, they make a donation off of every bottle or keg sold to jazz education programs, which is kind of a cool little thing. Cool. And then, as Mark mentioned, I have this in the Beer Blues BS glass. You can see the color of it there. It does have a really nice color. Wow. It's uh, pretty dark, especially because you like the dark beers. I do. I do. Yeah, not so much during the summer. The oh. uh, the winter, I, I'm i all about dark beer. The summertime, like light, a little bit of lemon, maybe some orange. A grapefruit beer is really good in the summertime. Um more of a more of a light beer fan in the summertime when because I'm usually out on the tractor and it's hot and I, I don't I don't want to drink alcoholic chocolate milk when it's a hundred <laughs> degrees. This this one is actually a really smooth one, but it is on the darker side. Um right. I, I picked it up at Willikers if you want to go look for it once the colder season hits. Okay. Definitely with the nine percent it is more of a winter beer, but Yeah, absolutely. Local Geek just likes to do that anyway because he's a fan of uh, the biggest bang for your buck. <laughs> he goes down into the basement and he's like, what's going to get me screwed up? What <laughs> tastes good while doing it? I just actually have this one tonight because it's the only one I have downstairs that's cold. Everything else is upstairs. You mean you don't have any of the special brews ready to go yet? Uh, you got bottles lined up, the kegerator ready to roll. The kegerator actually is ready to roll. I'm going to be brewing a batch next weekend to put into it. Um, but I do have bottles upstairs in the fridge of uh, the Mini DNA, the Chernaya Koshka, and the Abner O'Neill. Yeah. 
making an Oktoberfest brew. I have not done an Oktoberfest yet. That's uh, something I might have to think about. It's about that time. I'm, I'm doing an Irish Red next weekend. Okay. Huh. I will try that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll try all of them. You know that I'll, I'll try them and enjoy them. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I'm going to have a bottle for you and Howard to definitely have. And Well, thank you. There's going to be some other surprises that come with it. So, you know, something you should, you know, Mark's favorite beer is a really strong IPA. So <laughs> you really need to brew him a straight, straight up real strong IPA. He, he'll take the whole keg from you. Well, that would be good because I don't like IPAs Howard <laughs> <laughs> to like that one. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> But uh, you you can actually see uh, right about there. That's the, <laughs> that's the CO2 tank for my kegerator right there that I just picked up today. It was the last thing I needed. There you go. You doing a homemade one? Yep. The, it's sitting on top of the kegerator. Ah, awesome. The taps are out on the front. That's the side view of it. So, See, that's why he's the beer master for Triple B. That's right. Because not only... We went on location and made a whole batch of beer with him, but we drank it later and it was good. So it's not like you're just throwing some stuff together and like, ah, I know what I'm doing. This is going to be good. And then you drink it and you're like, what kind of trash are you putting in a bottle? No, it was actually good. There you go. And the local geek knows what he's doing. So if we could uh, really get him, I don't know, lined up with a business opportunity and kind of produce this, I mean, we could totally, totally get him onto some kind of road where he could make millions of dollars. <laughs> there you go. I mean, sometimes I do just throw stuff together and hope it works. So you're just like every other craft uh, brewery, like a Coors in a Coors Light. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to just try it, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But so far for me, it's worked out pretty good. So I managed to accidentally make a really good apple cider that that then turned into apple wine. Um, we, uh, we, we went out and hand-pressed apple cider, hand-pressed apples, made our own apple cider, and it was amazing. We left it in the garage fridge in one of those like big five-gallon water jugs that you stick in the, in the water coolers. We forgot about it. Oh no! And it sat in there for six months. <laughs> you made your own swish. It was, <laughs> and so we took this thing out, and we're like, "Oh, I should probably throw this away." And I'm like, "Well, I got to at least try it." You know, maybe it's okay. Tried it. That was the best apple wine I have ever had. <laughs> we, we passed it around. We got the whole family drunk. It was, it was a great time. Brought it out for the reason. <laughs> nice. Have some apple juice, everybody. <laughs> it's juice, all right. It was, it was a great time. It turned out really, really good. I don't know how to recreate it or do it again. Just need six months. Yeah, six months must be the key. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what else is happening, uh, Rude Boy? What do you got going on over there? Well, uh, the story you guys talking about making your own brews and everything, we, uh, gosh, it was, had to have been about eight or nine years ago. Uh, I went down south of Des Moines 
to a, a coworker and friend's place that uh, he had a uh, homebrew set up in his garage. Kind of looked similar to yours, where it just kind of had the plywood set up and he had his burner set up. And um, it was probably about a day like today, low to mid 90s. And uh, we were out there and we just went with a. Uh, uh, a red stripe clone and uh, we were trying to make that it was a, a kit set up from Northern Brewer and uh, we were making it and his neighbor walks over and we step out of the garage where the brew set up is out in the driveway and we're in the middle of uh, warming up the, the special grains that it was kind of a a prefab setup that uh, had the grains and then the the additive later on to uh, to, to add the flavor to it. So it was something that we stepped out in the driveway, we're chatting with his neighbor, and we smell this smoky scent coming from the garage. And it was kind of breezy out of the south. And his garage was facing south, so we're like, oh. we turn around and his his plywood setup that he had his burner on all lit up and <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of had a little charcoal smell but uh put out the fire and because he he had like tin foil kind of lining all the plywood and everything uh, i wish it is on fire. <laughs> but man that red stripe clone just turned out perfect man it was gray beer yeah it was uh it was the extra smoke flavor you put in it didn't <laughs> i think so it, it, it could have been it was the we turned around and his neighbor was half toasted from <laughs> his drinks in the day and we were I was like I was like what's what's that smell and I turn around and like <laughs> start throwing water on the whole thing and <laughs> a little extra water here a little extra smoke there and it's surprising what a little smoke will do for a beer yeah yeah there's uh there's actually a uh company down south that uh makes kind of a a smoke top setup that you have the the burner that you you light up you kind of see the the chefs make their their burnt cheese or burnt uh, whatevers, and they they put in a little cheese. <laughs> you have a bad Mexican meal or something, <laughs> but it's something that you put it over uh, like a craft cocktail, and you make smoked cocktails with it. But I'm sure a smoked beer would be just as interesting to try and infuse uh, different types of uh, cherry flavors or oak flavors to a just a a basic beer to give it that extra. Uh, lift and oomph and yeah i haven't tried yeah. that i have had uh, thomas and moriarty's used to do a smoked whiskey mm-hmm. where they did it similar to how you're describing yeah and then the uh scottish ale that mark and howie came over and helped me make that had smoked peat in the grains yeah yeah it's uh readily available on uh let's see you look on Amazon there if you just search smoke top cocktail and anything's uh, on Amazon. But it's just something that it, it kind of has a, a wood outer layer and then a, a little chamber that you put some some wood chips in and decide what kind of smoke you want to put into it and give it a yep. little fire on top of a, a glass with some some drink in it and Yep, that sounds exactly like what Thomas Moriarty's had, yeah, but but they actually by, put tobacco on theirs instead of whiskey. Uh, tobacco would work too. And uh, Middleton Mixology is the one. Oh yeah, it was so. it was delicious. The yeah. one that they had. Have you seen one of those? 
it it uh, is similar to what they were doing at 510.2 with the cocktails that they have where they smoke but it's like this uh, whole setup like this where you actually light the wood or whatever you're burning to get that flavor into yep. the cocktail it has a tube that comes out over this like globe <laughs> that you put over the top of your glass okay and you can do it a couple different ways one first where you do the glass by itself and then two where you mix part of the cocktail put it in there and then smoke it all right so then the liquid gets it and then you can finish it off with your garnish or whatever else you put into it and then serve it to the uh, customer or <clears throat> they even have uh individual serve globes where again that tube comes out they pop it into the little globe, goes over the thing, and they put that whole piece where it's a, like a coaster, the globe, and then the glass is in the middle. They bring that out to the table, and then you, as the person who ordered it, pulls it off, and the smoke comes out. And then, of course, huh. you know, it's a very visual experience because, you know, you're like, whoa, I just smoked this drink. It's sweet. And then you drink it, and it's even more powerful because it's been sitting for two, three minutes underneath that globe and just sitting there soaking up the smoke flavor of, you know, uh, redwood chips or cherry wood chips or, I mean, they're hickory, whatever you, you want to make the, the drink flavor like. Huh. And so I, I haven't seen the fancy ones like that. The only ones I've seen are just the, the big glass you put over the top of them is you, you got a wood pallet or a wood, wood plate. You put your shavings on there, light your shavings, put your glass or your globe over the top of it and just let it smoke and then pull it off. That sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to add that to my bar collection. Sounds good. So I have to uh, tell your secret that you are building a classy bar I in am. your basement. I, I am. <laughs> and uh, I'm sensing that we're going to have to do a road trip when it's done. We, we are. Do this show at the bar. Absolutely. So the last episode <laughs> or prior to that, I was still sitting in my plywood dungeon in the basement. I now have all of the barn wood up on the walls. Sweet. So I've got three walls that are 110-year-old Douglas fir, and I have one wall that is brand-new pine that... <laughs> Looks just like a 110-year-old Douglas fir because I had to recreate it. <laughs> so you just did, like, aging on it to make it look yeah. like the other stuff. Yeah, I made my own, like, wheel of death to go on the end of a grinder and distressed it. And, <laughs> and then painted it with red paint, sanded it off, put a real dark stain on it, sanded it off, painted it again, sanded that off. And then went over it and clear coated it with the uh, the lacquer. You finish it, right? Yep, yep. <clears throat> so how long did that whole thing take for just those, like the one wall? The new ones that I made, mm -hmm. uh, about a month. <laughs> it's a labor of love. Yeah, yeah. But it's gonna look awesome when uh, everybody gets to see it. Oh yeah, it, it's it's gonna be cool. I I made. Uh, I've got five six foot tall built-in cabinets that are in the one wall and they're all made entirely out of cedar. Um, like I was able to source a bunch of cedar out of, out of a basement here in town that somebody was getting rid of. And so it, uh, all the different, all the different like, aged woods in there should come together. Pretty cool. And then what, uh, cause you're making a wet bar. 
Yep. Right. So what uh, in your head do you have it kind of uh, looking like if you had to generally say what it looks like, like a, a J or a U or just kind of this section of a corner or like, what What are you thinking when, uh, when you make it? We're still playing around with the finished bar setup right now. We have a, a large um, two layer V almost so it's uh it's a straight section and it's got two wings coming off or a wing coming off each end that we're that we have now so we got an upper uh, uh, sitting level and then we got the lower level for the inside where the sink and everything will go we're playing with that to see how we want to turn it and set it in the basement or if i'm just if we're just going to scrap that and i'm just going to make a custom bar mm. and do a huge <clears throat> live edge um, epoxy table for that or something else similar to that. I, mm-hmm. I haven't decided if I want to do like a live edge epoxy set or if I want to go kind of off the wall and <laughs> take a harrow section and make a table out of a harrow section. Cause like my decks, the beams for all for the deck and the, the bracing for that are all made out of cultivator sections or uh, the center beams out of a cultivator the uh, center beam in my house is the center center support beam from a forty foot west to go. Um, believe it's a, I believe it was a cultivator when we when we did that one too. <laughs> so a cultivator or or a five bottom chisel plow. I don't I don't remember we we had both. I don't remember which one this one ended up being, but sweet. So yeah, so it might be something rustic, kind of cool. <laughs> yes, yeah, very rustic, farm orientated. You know, sure. I'm trying to make the make the basement look like you're going into a barn when you go in the basement, go down there. So, the, sure. Two of the best things about it: number one, the ghost of Jimi Hendrix is still there. Yep, right. Unless you like did some voodoo and he and kicked him out. I have not used any of the black magic to get him off yet. <laughs> okay, so in case you're wondering, the first time JS was on the show, he's like, "I'm gonna go make a drink. I'll be back," and he had to go upstairs to make the drink. There was some kind of whatever that sounded basically like Jimi Hendrix playing in the background, but uh, nobody was there. No, I had no idea where that came. <laughs> Nothing was happening, but uh, it was cutting over <laughs> to his feed. So we just believed that it was the ghost of Jimi Hendrix. So out of everybody that Jimi Hendrix could have attached to, he's sitting right here, <laughs> living in his basement, the ghost of Jimi Hendrix. The voodoo child. Some good, tasty fire drinks happening in his basement here pretty soon. And then number two, everything's homemade. So, I mean, it's going to look awesome when it's done. I mean, what you had done so far looks fantastic. But when you actually get to finishing it, it's going to look even better than what it what it does already. So, if you need some recommendations about, like, I don't know, LED lighting and colors and recessed uh, this and that... I might know a guy. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I, I will keep that in mind. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll contract you. You can build a program for my my LEDs that are going that are gonna go into the ceiling. So, I got a remote for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need a. What I, What does www.amazon.com have on stock? So you keep offering him to do stuff, and, yeah. and it's just it's not right. So I don't know. No. <laughs> I do what I can. <laughs> <clears throat> All 
I mean, the, the, the remotes that I have, so obviously don't look at them, but these two, like, right. Because if you look at them, then you're not going to be able to see anything other than dots for about 10 minutes. But yes. these lights. See, I'm going for like a, like a twinkling star pattern or like oh. a wave or recreate mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. northern lights because you're going to be able to see that in the ceiling through the holes in the tin that are going to be up there. That. Uh, when you're thinking of that, we could work on that. I was just thinking of like uh, uh, recessed lighting underneath the bar, so then you have some like accent lighting around, and then you oh can, yeah, we'll we'll get to that too. You can but... control it uh, kind of like the uh, background lighting over there. Right. Obviously, it's blue now. The remote's over there. I don't feel like moving to get it, but <clears throat> local geeks got some background lighting. It's just what's reflected off the white door behind them. <laughs> <laughs> it is just white right now too. The cool thing with, with his setup is that he has an app. And Ruboy actually has the app, too, just not right not in the kitchen there, Ruboy. Well, I, I do have the, the kitchen lights on a custom setting right now. They're, uh, <clears throat> is it just custom dark? Uh, <laughs> I, I can make it whatever you want it to be. I, uh, <laughs> basically, it's, it's through the... I don't have the, the full hub, but it's through the Panasonic uh, Wiz lights. You can get them at Home Depot. They're about uh, $10, $12 a piece. And All we right. splurge for, well, I splurge for five of them for the, the chandelier here. And let's see. But Tree Fitty. <coughs> well, yeah, it's, it's controlled through an app on the, on the phone here at you can't can't really see it, but I've got a setting for the the kitchen, the garage, and the entrance lights on our front porch. And this is on the focus setting, but we can change it to daylight or cool light or the night light. We can go cozy, <laughs> but I had it on the uh, the focus setting because it it seemed to look okay for. For the podcast, but I can change it to TV time. You can barely see me. He's <laughs> coming out from the for, shadows. For, <laughs> yeah. Both screens but yeah, they they all kind of have a little different presets <laughs> between the brewmaster and, and Kyle here. It's uh, it's kind of entertaining. But yeah, this is Brewboy looks like he's broadcasting <laughs> from uh, the the depths of the darkness, like he's. Uh, <laughs> In some kind of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie, and then local geek looks like he's coming to us straight from hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Howard usually has the red going, so I try not to steal that from him. There you go. Yeah, he actually has. I mean, like I do with with the lights in in front of us. So what what he does is he moves it. Ah, <clears throat> uh, so then uh, he's got one light that's kind of an accent lighting, and the other light giving him you know, the light in front of them. But uh, <clears throat> the, these lights come with uh, gels, like the old school uh, lights in a theater, go. for instance. So we have red. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you look, yeah, <laughs> it'll exactly. look better. Uh, <clears throat> and then you got blue, which blends in everywhere. And then uh, you also have yellow. So if you end up putting them in front of it, you can see that you got the yellow or you put two of them together and then you get that or if you want uh, like green you know then then you put the two of them together like that so that's what those lights specifically have the old school method where you can slide in the gels 
uh, <coughs> over just the LEDs. These LEDs have the warm to cool option. So you have the pure white versus the yellow light, gotcha. which is nice. Uh, and if you notice the light over there, uh, very bright now, that's because <laughs> I had to change that bulb. Turns out that the lights they put in up here were all dimmable bulbs in a on-off switch. Ah, very smart, I know, but you would turn the switch to that one and it wouldn't come on right away. It'd take about 10 to 20 seconds for it to actually turn on. So I'm like, oh, bulb's going. Unscrew it, dimmable. What the hell? <laughs> so we fixed that problem and got that brighter daylight uh, LED bulb over there. But, um, you know, I, I know a guy that could probably uh, put a dimmer switch in for you. You know, that's a true... But uh, I like it as bright as the sun when I need it. So <laughs> solar flare. Honor, I, it's true. A dimmer you switch. You, you, yeah. could, you could dim it down so you could be yeah. in your dungeon when you want it. <laughs> yeah, the dungeon. Want it when you want the sun, right? You just push the switch up, yeah, and suppose. you know that would be good. Because the switch over there for these is the only switch, but the switch for that one in the corner is a three-way switch, oh, yeah. which makes it even you know more fun. Yeah, but. As I was saying, the light that's that's in the way back over there tonight, we got her in the blue, but <clears throat> fine, you push me into it. I understand. Fine, hold on. Let me let me get it. Here's the here's the remote. You see, you got the fancy little little remote here, so you can you know high tech. You know, if you want it red, you got that. If you want an orange, sure. If you want a little bit oranger toward the yellow, you can do that. Or if you just want yellow, even even white. I mean, it's more of a blue white like pure white but it's, it's still white or maybe green you know bright green you like you like you green I, I mean us being sioux fans right, right. so there, there's that or maybe a turquoise <clears throat> there's that or or the uh greenish turquoise like aqua or an aqua blue. the blue that it was on or look at that you got purple purple we we got the purple we got the purple purple and the the light blue and the and then the the, the blue there so and then you can even do it on a, a flashing so where it's just like party mode oh there you go yeah the camera loves that <laughs> it's it's true I, and, and i can't make it any faster than that that's just the flash it is is oh oh never mind i can <laughs> yes. i did not know that i could do this there you go i can make it sprawling <laughs> For those um, future Howard, you may want to put in a seizure warning for this part. Uh, yeah, don't want to cause any wrecks or that, any medical conditions. Slow that down. That's supposed to be the brightness indicator. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so then you can do the smooth. So then you can apparently just. Uh, yeah, there you go. With the fast smooth. Look at that. It just really goes through it. Or mm -hmm. I guess you slow it down too. But. Uh, and then there's a timer. So let's go back to blue. And then it's as bright as it can go because that's what it is. But there you go. Real simple. The colors, it is what it is. And then the, the regular, there it is. Behind the scenes, the remote. It's supposed to be, you can do A and B. So one light or one light or just have them both on one. And then, you know, on or off. Or even change the, uh, the color temperature of the light. But... The brighter, the better in broadcast. That's what we say. Right. 
and here we are. Just don't look at it. You're fine. I, I'm getting, uh, didn't look at it, just look towards it. Now I'm getting yeah, don't do that. squares. Yeah. <laughs> Put your sunglasses on before you do any changes. Yeah. I think each of these lights has 32 LEDs in them. I think it's 32 because typically they're in like uh, multiplicities of eight. Gotcha. So I think it's 32. It might be up to 64, but again, I don't remember when I ordered them. Did you just say multiplicities? Yeah. Pretty sure that's not a word. Oh, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> this is Beer Blues and BS. We can do whatever we want. The, the one that used to correct my grammar all the time, but I'm pretty sure multiplicities oh. is not a word. Well, I mean, <laughs> multiples. How about multiples? That's we'll, better. We'll just say multiples. Have a ha, have another doubleter. <laughs> Look, Rue Boy's got an episode title for this, even though Howard's the one who comes up with them. It's multiplicities. <laughs> it's like a Rush album. We're gonna do, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Rush, since you brought that up, I know that you weren't there uh, because uh, we met at a place called Jimmy V's. Hey, you got the Mambo Italiano Jimmy V's here. Locally owned place, tasty pizza, tasty Italianos. If you, uh, I know. Thank you. You, you, <laughs> you need you need just a touch of Dr Pepper in there. You really do. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a touch more, Mike. I can give you more. No problem. Well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So Jimmy V's here in town, which of course right next door, basically yep, to yep. five ten point two, where we met for dinner before heading upstairs to the Speakeasy. Uh, the audio when we got in there was some twangy backwoods country so it was good stuff you're saying no it was top 40 country oh, so yeah nobody likes that stuff exactly and then uh, the missus goes we should ask him to change it because i could change it i'm like i'm not paying attention to the music like i i whatever it it is what it is not five minutes later a song comes on and i'm like i know this song and I'm listening to it, it's, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, this sounds like a rush. So handy dandy phone listens to it. This is rush. It's the 2112 overture. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew it was the 2112 overture, which is the title <laughs> track from the album 2112. The fun fact about the 2112 overture is the song is over half an hour long. Yes. So it's playing and playing and playing. And then it kind of dies out a little bit and it comes back and it comes back. And I'm like, it's still playing. She's like, I know, it's still playing. I'm like, it's still going. Like, this is Rush. Somebody played this song in this place. Who were you? Thank you. Thank you for taking up half an hour of this so we didn't have to listen to shit. <clears throat> I'm not like an over-the-top rush fan but it's way better than listening to garbage country i i will agree with you on that one <laughs> i'm i'm obviously a fan of country music but this new stuff sucks it's it's yeah. not it's not i feel like i'm going to recreate the scene from aliens here in a minute and <laughs> <laughs> or uh uh what, what's the the other movie that uh, there's something like that it's, it, it would be one of those late 80s, early 90s films where uh, the chick in a dress being interrogated. That's Aliens. Is it Aliens? Yeah, aliens. Okay. Yep. Okay. It's, uh, Sigourney Weaver. 
Yeah. Sitting in sitting in the chair and she flashes the everybody and gets out of the interview. Shazam! <laughs> yes, yes. I, okay. I, I feel like I'm gonna recreate that here anytime. <laughs> well, here's the good thing for those of you watching and listening, we're on YouTube, so <laughs> it can't it can't be anything that's uh more than PG thirteen. Perfect. So. So thank you, censors, for kicking us off. Future Howard can have some fun edits putting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just what he, that's just what he's looking forward to when he comes back. In terms what of the hell did you game. guys do? <laughs> How did you get an X rating on this? What? This podcast is for mature audiences only. Mm-hmm. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Well, with that, I'm thirsty again, and uh, even though I'd like to hit the Dubliner again and have another three fingers of whiskey, might get a little sloppy by the end of the podcast, so I'm going to take a step back. I mean, you're already making up words that don't exist. Oh, I do that normally. See, there, there was the ope. Ope. His inner Norwegian is coming oh. out. <laughs> Sorry, there. <laughs> You know, I still have living relatives over there in Norway, so yeah. uh, it's uh, one of those real good things here. I'm actually on a Facebook group with one of our current relatives. Yeah. Yep. There we go. It's pretty cool. <laughs> she sends us pictures all the time, and yeah. Of Norway. Oh, okay. <laughs> Her family. Okay. And our and and our the old pictures from from our ancestors from my great great grandpa and and whatnot. Okay, not not those kind of pictures. I just either. wanted to clarify. I mean, you know, you and I had some information coming recently about well, you know things yeah, on she, the internet. She's not she's not sending a CSAM. Okay, okay <laughs> for those of you who don't know, don't ask. Just. Just don't do it. Don't type it. Don't search it. Do Just not Google stay away. Sam. Stay away from it. Don't okay? do it. Please. For you. That's that's an advisory. Stay. All right. Let's do a what's on tap. That's a lot safer. I'm going to uh, slip away to the upstairs fridge and find another beer. You do that. He's he's going to run away. He's got the green in the background. Rude Boy's finishing his... So we're we're in a perfect time to do a what's on tap times two. This one, yes, it comes to us from the Des Moines area again, courtesy of the rude boy Kyle who got up and he's gonna do his thing. But as you can see, it's a 319 back pocket brewing. It's the 319 lager, 12 fluid ounces, and a 4.5 alcohol percent per volume. Yeah. Not the highest we've ever had on this show because uh, originally one of the uh, uh, beers from the local geek was up into the 12s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does have it like a 9% going on right now. Yes. So. Uh, he's got some good stuff happening over there. This one is from Coralville, Iowa. All right. So, again, a somewhat local uh, brewery from the Des Moines area. I say that in general area because I have no idea about the uh, geographical uh, location of these breweries in Iowa. You're, you're uh, not a you're not an Iowan expert. Uh, not yet. We're, we're going to have to work on that. We we have been definitely working on it with the weeks spent each year in the Des Moines area. There you go. What uh, what brewery are you looking up there? This here's the Back Pocket Brewing in Coralville, Iowa. So that's how many miles from Des Moines is Rude Boy Kyle, a local expert on Des Moines. It's about, uh, I'll call it 
maybe a hundred miles east. It's by the Iowa City area. Mm. Coralville's uh, in the suburbs. We'll say suburbs, western suburbs of Iowa City. So it's uh, something that uh, they they make some good brews too. And there's there's definitely been a uh, explosion over the past five ten years of really good quality brewing in, in Iowa and uh, <laughs> we'll say uh, you, you chose a good one there Mark so this one being the 319 is that the area code for Coralville um, I don't know let me look it up well, Rue Boy's doing some fact-checking, because that's what we want to do, is get the realest words and facts on this show. That's right. <clears throat> uh, this uh, crushable American light lager is brewed with flaked corn and North American two-row barley for a light, easy-drinking Iowa flavor. 4.5 alcohol per volume uh, by what I mentioned before. The IBUs in this are 13 and, again, 12 fluid ounces in this 12-ounce can. Now, uh, JS, what would you say with the two-row barley? What would you assume that to be? Two-row barley? Like they take two whole rows and throw it in a can? <laughs> <laughs> two-row barley is a, is a different or is just a strain of barley. Um you have different different strains of barley, um, and I cannot name a, any or all of them. We don't do a whole lot with grains and cropland. Um, I'm doing more hayland, hay for the cattle, horses, things of that nature. Hey, um, exactly. <laughs> um, however, the the two row barley is a is a different different form of barley from. Hmm. There's several different variants, subspecies. Sure. Whatever you whatever word you want to use in basically there. a variant. Yeah, that yeah. one. That okay. One. Yeah. <clears throat> Elaborate a little bit on that. The two row, if you look at the stock of grain, there are two rows of seeds that go up the head of it. Yep. And that's why he's the brewmaster for beer blues and BS. I, I knew what it looked like, but that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that that's the extent of my knowledge on it right there too. All right. There's not even a picture of it on here. It just says 319. 319, which I mean is a really good number. I do have to say it's a really good number. Uh also more info at backpocketbrewing.com. You know, it it says crushable on there. So uh mm, we we mm. we could we could make make Mr. Kidder here Shotgun a beer and and uh, have a have a good time for the for the party. It's, it's true. I don't feel like cleaning the carpet though. Well, you, <laughs> oh, where's the tarp? Yeah, uh, Howard has that. He took it to, <laughs> on vacation. Come on, Kidder, you can do this. <laughs> oh, my knife's upstairs. <laughs> I was like, "Where's my knife?" All oh, right, here, here like, we go. Let me help you. Wait, there's another one up there. That's we got one right here. Ooh. It's my other knife. Oh, even Rue Boy's got one. He's pulling out the shank. There we go. Yeah, he, he lives in, in uh, proper Des Moines, so he's got to have a knife on him. <laughs> he's yeah, you know. me, fools. I left mine upstairs, too. The, the, the south side does not have negative connotations here. 
I'd bring out the handgun, but I don't think you want a shotgun a beer and have a bullet hole like, in the carpet. It's like uh, South Park and R. Kelly. Then I pulled out my gun. <laughs> <laughs> so the scent. So, I mean, take us take a whiff of this one. Mm. That's got a nice golden scent to it, huh? It does. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. You know that that definitely could be a nice chuggable drink. I mean, if it weren't. Uh, I don't know, four bucks a can. Well, <clears throat> it it definitely would be like a super drinkable thing. It, it is. It is definitely not bush light. Correct. It actually has flavor. <laughs> <clears throat> the latte is not present yeah, tonight. Yeah. But it's for the farmers. Correct. Uh, John Deere. Let's get the John Deere sponsorship on it. See, I'm surprised they didn't up it to three dollars a can as soon as they put the John Deere label on there. And anytime I gotta buy parts that have John Deere paint on them, it's like an extra hundred or ten, twenty, maybe thirty percent, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because it's got the John Deere paint. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> gotta find the. Uh, what would be the like generic part brand that uh, you potentially could get if it wasn't an OEM specific part? Herschel. Herschel. Herschel makes mm-hmm. a large amount of. Of uh, aftermarket farm equipment replacements, hmm. sickles, sections, guards, rake tines, all of that stuff, which is what most of the places around here carry is Herschel brand parts. So, yeah. Good. I unfortunately did not win the contest where I could win a uh, John Deere riding mower. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I did not. You're going to have to get your jollies in doing virtual lawn mowing. Now. It's it's true. The lawn mowing simulator, Rube Boy, Kyle, and I, uh, we we have uh, uh, pattern contests of who can stripe our lawn better. What, oh. what percent can we get? There you go. Last one I did was like 97%. So, I mean, the, the game, <laughs> What I, I had time on my hands. There was snow outside. I mean... <laughs> Is it, is it a craftsman in the garage, or is it a, or is it a Toro? That's a Toro. It is. It is a Toro. Well, I mean, I want to see some some fine ninety seven percent striping in this this beautiful yard you got going out here. I don't have a striping kit. Oh come on! I I looked into it, and number one, my mower isn't compatible with the striping kits because those are more for the uh, commercial grade professional type mowers. So I'm like, nah. I mean, I could strap it onto the back or what? I could figure it out, right? You know who you're talking to. I, I know, I know. We, we could, could weld it. Work. We could we could make it work. But my neighbors are, or I should say my one neighbor specifically calls my lawn or yard the golf course next door already. Well, so Might as well give them a little bit extra. If I start striping then- it, they're going to expect like, that I come through theirs or something. I don't know. Number one, that sounds like an excuse. Number two, the remaining 3% has to come from those lilac bushes. You're damn right. (laughs) Ran over that some bitch. (laughs) It was a good 18 odd years ago now. And uh, that some bitch, I... (laughs) I wonder if I have... Or or those on the, the damages and the... You, you can't you can't mow those type damages. I mean, you can you can try and mow them, but you have to be an expert to be able to do it correctly. Correct. <laughs> Did I tell you? I mean, because I I know you've been busy, so I, I'm sure you haven't seen the episode. But the story of the lilac bush. 
I, no? I do not believe I have I have heard said story. Okay, so whenever you hear about the lilac bushes, it involves me <laughs> and a riding mower. All right. First of all. All right. <clears throat> Second of all, it was at my parents' place. And at the time, I think I was back for the summer from like my first or second year of college. So we're talking 04, 05, somewhere in there. All right. Dad ended up getting a riding mower, which very helpful, even though his yard uh, at the house, not as easy for a riding mower because mm -hmm. it's a residential home, right? Like my yard, super easy for a mower. It's flat. It's big. There's nothing in the way. He put trees <laughs> and everything else. So you got to go around these freaking evergreen trees yeah. and like, oh, damn it, get the, the oh, crap. Um, just come on. At this point, they weren't that big like they are now. Gotcha. And he refuses to trim the branches on the bottom to get around. I don't want the people to get around the bottom of them or whatever the case is. And I'm like, just cut the damn branches in the bottom. You can't mow around them. Ah, whatever. Okay. So again, back in time, up in the corner of the lot, he planted two lilac bushes. Right. By one of them, he put either, I think it was a stake or a little flag, like one of those that you would put when uh, you get your yard right. checked for underground utilities. Absolutely. Little flag. The other one <clears throat> just had a bunch of grass around it that blended in with the other grass around it. <laughs> so there's me. And uh, I do have to mention that uh, the funny guy who was also on uh, an episode two weeks ago, he was visiting and he and I were laughing and playing video games or whatever. And so then dad's like, hey, I'll mow the lawn. I'm like, fine, I'll go mow the lawn. It'll take 20 minutes, whatever. So, mom, dad, and the funny guy are in the house. Mom was also helping with the bagging of the clippings because we were bagging the grass at the time. So, I'm over mowing, listening to my headphones because, again, at this point, we don't have Bluetooth headphones, headsets, anything. So, I got the little Walkman. Yeah. Um, did you have a CD? portable cd player. i i had this the portable cd player there you go so again in my pocket it was you know <laughs> the whole pocket yeah and again oh, the good old days the, the headset so i'm turning the corner and i look over and out the window and i'm like what the hell and I'm like looking around and I'm like, there's twigs <laughs> coming out of the ground back there. <laughs> going and, and of course, uh, <clears throat> Mike tells it better because I, he was, you know, a witness to both sides of it. So go back and watch that episode for the full reaction. But essentially, I ran over one of the two lilac bushes. Oh, yeah. Which is where the you run over the damn lilac bushes. <laughs> Somebody's typing something in the chat. <laughs> I, I see some chirping from the audience. <laughs> so that's where the the lilac bush comes from. The 
the long joke in of it of the whole thing, and by long joke, I mean almost 20 years of this damn thing. That bush is twice the size of the other bush. You see, you just did some proper trimming. <laughs> That's what I'm That's saying. So I did it a favor, and exactly. it, it became so big. The week or two ago, mom and dad trimmed the bitch, and they ended up with a truckload, a pickup truck load of branches and shit from the two lilac bushes. I have to start calling you the headmaster. Uh, maybe. I mean, you know... <laughs> There, there's certain things I can do, and running shit over is one of them. <laughs> Remind me never to put you on snickle mower. I mean, you point me in the direction as long as there's nothing between point A and point B, I'm fine. The last field I did, you'd have been great at. The field I'm cutting right now, not so much. Boulders? There's, there's shit everywhere in this thing. Oh. Not so much rocks, but trees and hills and more trees <clears> and <throat> really steep hills and a river and a, more trees. And hmm. yeah, I could maybe avoid the trees in the river, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I kind of sorry. I, I so I made my first two rounds, and it ended up looking like the state of Texas by the time I was done with everything. <laughs> I thought, oh my god, it's terrible, but we'll make it work. There's a lot of hay there, so it's worth it. And then with last year being as as dire as it was, I'm going to take every acre of hay I can get this year. So, oh yeah, round two of uh, the Confluence Brewery. I've got over the ivy Czech style pilsner. Ooh, and uh, it is a World Beer Cup 2022 Gold Award for a Bohemian style pilsner. So, yeah. What was that first one you had again? The first one? Yeah. Let me pull it up. Yeah. The first one was the <laughs> Southside Citra Blonde Ale. Uh, nice. You know, there's a Moby song called Southside. You think that influenced that beer from Confluence? Because there's a Confluence from the Influence? Uh, could be. I mean, it's it's something that they're they're located on the south side of the 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 river, down by the lake, Gray's Lake, shared a paddle on. We navigated that some bitch. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the Czech style pilsner is uh, as a good taste to it. I'd say it's well rounded. Um, reading the the back of the can. Uh, going through the the BS because it's obviously baseball themed, but they say this one takes a little longer to brew. Let's see. Sounds like an excuse. Takes longer to brew. <laughs> well, it's because it's a pilsner. It, it takes longer to brew. Oh, all right, um, all right, sure. But that, that just that just means they can add another dollar to the cam. Oh, actually, it was the cheapest of the four packs that uh, the Confluence had. So, and and I had the High V uh, Craft Brew Card Saver, so I had five punches on my card. I got five dollars off, so it was only <laughs> five punches in the face. You'd be happy to get a dollar off. No, it was uh, yeah, it was it was only like ten forty nine. So it was slightly yeah, cheaper than. Pack? Paying bar prices. Crisp, refreshing taste. 
great pairing for long-awaited victories. Um, but yeah, if you guys like pilsners, these are a good grab. I'll uh, I'll cheers to that. I just like good drinks that you know taste good. Same here. And a pilsner definitely would be a nice, easy drinker. I would think. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh it has its roots uh in the the German style pilsner if you're they have something like a uh authentic... oh, this drink is good, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys like uh, a good German pilsner, this is is not too far off from from that uh that taste profile. So so that voice <clears throat> just cuz I know you're like are you okay? You having a stroke? <laughs> he had that look. I mean, I, I've come to expect this by now <laughs> for as long as we've been together. It's, it's so true. you know, it's true. You, yeah. The, yeah. the random voice has just come out of nowhere. Sometimes I'm impressed, and sometimes it's kind of you just you just not okay. Oh, it's one of those voices. Ah, yeah, we're yeah. going there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one is like uh, the show Aqua Teen Hunger Force. There are uh, two of these aliens. On us on this uh, spaceship, and and uh, the one one alien talked like that specifically, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but oh, this is great, yeah, this <clears throat> whatever they were supposed to be, but uh, they're flying through space. Did those guys just flip us off? And then the other guys like um, uh, the Moonanites, <laughs> and and uh, the the two that they're referring to. Or the Moonanites, Enignot, and Ur. And they look like computer chips. <laughs> they look from the moon. Again, this whole show, Aquatine Hunger Force, I mean, the name itself, right, like implies that it's it's messed up. But Space Kataz, which was their like mini series of these between the, the two aliens. Uh, one was orange and one was uh, what was he green? Right, Rude Boy? I think he was green. Yeah, one was green, one was pink. And then the, the Moon Knights, one was neon green and the other one was pink. And Ur was like a mini version. So, yeah, they, they you gotta see it. That sounds like a whole lot of useless information that I really <laughs> have no time for. The only thing I know of Aqua Teen Hunger Force is there's a talking styrofoam cup. <laughs> Shake. There you go. Yep. See? That's that's the extent Shake of my Zula, knowledge. The Mike Ruler, the old schooler. Mm -hmm. That is the extent of my Aqua Teen knowledge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. You know, Meatwad was uh, one of the better characters as well because of his innocence. I think Meatwad is one of the things we used to call people in high school. When, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> yep. The rolling ball of hamburger. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, well, I saw this out Yeah, see, see my use to <laughs> spouting off the names of random things that Howard was showing me on pictures and getting it's, them right. It's true. Um, this gun uh, did you know, this. This gun's named that. This gun came from there. He, uh, he, That's why he's J.S. the gunslinger. Showed me a picture and I went, "Hey, that's an M one thirty seven flamethrower," and he's like, "Yeah, hey, you're, you're, yeah, it is." <laughs> I'm good at a couple things. That that that's one. 
not not very many others. Identifying guns, talking about guns, mentioning guns, thinking about guns. That's one. Yeah. Drinking good alcohol. That's number two. Right. Right. I mean, I I, I don't want to like throw too many titles out there, but I mean, I'll, I'll <laughs> gladly claim the fastest gun in the upper Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> if if. I know that uh, both local geek and uh, rude boy haven't seen this guy uh, do the old old west like pistol shooting basically. Uh, pew, pew. But <laughs> there's some bitch right here. <laughs> Don't be on the other end of the gun. Let me just say that. That's why he's the gunslinger. Yeah, I, I mean, there's, I put a few rounds down range, but we'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go uh, shoot uh, like you sometime. Dude. He would come to work and tell me, yeah, on the way here, <laughs> there's some targets because he got the targets set up. He's like, yeah, I walked out and I just shot like eight rounds down or whatever. And uh, eight out of eight, I'm fine. Okay. So you just come out the front door and start shooting stuff. Well, yeah, I may live in the middle of nowhere, so it's fine. I'd it helps have the have the yep. space and uh, to put up some target downrange and you, you forget it. It's it's ninety eight yards from my front door to the steel plate rack I have up there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's <laughs> what two hand, yards? It's not too bad. <laughs> so this off. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> so I'm glad to be on his good side. Okay, blab, blab. Oh, he's the gunslinger. This might be the most off the rails what's on tap you've ever had. <laughs> I mean, are we still on that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, have, I haven't gone yet. <laughs> oh, he hasn't even set his beer. He's I, got some kind of rent barn. Oh, I got, I got the lift bridge oh, oh, oh. farm girl. We're gonna have to Is she hot? I have to blur that out. I, she hot? I mean, I'll, I'll let you be the judge. All I can see, all I can see is a glare. So yeah, it's blurring itself <laughs> out. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> And go. it says on the on the edge of the can, when the chores are done, time for fun. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's a uh, golden ale brewed with orange peel. <laughs> a little bit of brown chicken, brown cow going on. <laughs> now remember, bestiality is wrong. <laughs> it goes with other things. <laughs> it's wrong. It goes with other things. That's a no-go. I might have to take another shot of that double. You know there. what? Bottoms up. Before before local geek starts telling us about his farm girl he's got on reserve. <laughs> as long as he doesn't start talking about like farm sheep, we're we're good. That's bad. <laughs> you better be careful, or I'm gonna give you a can of farm girl. <laughs> yeah. I will drink the shit out of that, okay? Nice. Nope, I don't have any ice in this oh, one. Man. This Where's one's the ice beer cooler. <sighs> Or a can of uh, <clears throat> actually, there's there's uh, yes, one can of the Starlight Coke. I, I have, you, have you had it? Yes, had it? yes, really good. It's not bad. It's not bad. And I don't remember if I've had it on the show. I think I've had it on the show, but you that's did. why that can's in there to gotcha. make sure I have it on the show. But I have other stuff upstairs of the Starlight Coke, so I'm like, I don't know if I had it on the show. Whatever. You have uh, on episode sixty-two. It's kind of like cherry Coke and cotton candy. Yeah, it's weird. With Coke. Yeah, it's... My wife said it tastes like a sugar cookie. Huh. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Like Coke and a sugar cookie. I, I couldn't I couldn't place it. I honestly kind of got that like really stale Coke flavor taste out of it. There, there was some of that <laughs> like, too. It's weird. 
I'm talking can that's been open for a month in the fridge, stale Coke <laughs> flavor. <laughs> Throw it out after but, a day, man. <laughs> but it was really good. I don't know. Mm, mm-hmm. And then I attempted to try and do a no sugar diet and stop drinking pop. So, yeah. I'm not offering you a pop out of that fridge, so stay out of there. All right. It's been working. I mean, I'm... I'm... That's right. There's video and audio evidence that I am helping with your diet, so your wife can't be mad at me. There you go. There's there's no sugar in Dubliner. It's all been fermented out. (laughs) That's why we got the brewmaster on here. You see? See? Never mind that there's multiple kinds of liqueur in there. There's no sugar. (laughs) <laughs> so uh this uh <clears throat> farm girl that you got over there i mean uh, what do you got you keep cutting you off Sorry. what do you got what do you got happening over there there local geek huh she's pretty good i i do enjoy this one it's a pretty light easy drinker um colors quite nice and then uh Ooh, the flavor nice. you, you pick up a little bit of that orange flavor on there, there it's not go. not quite like a blue moon but it's similar Okay. No, uh, no, no, no corn fed in that one. Nope. Nope. Don't think so. I mean, she didn't look corn fed, so (laughs) starved, (laughs) (laughs) which is a whole other thing. And that's wrong. Yes. Yes. It's wrong. We, we, we don't need to go back to the training. <clears throat> no. Stop. <laughs> it's, back, it's back this train. No, we can't go on the train either. Back this thing up. <laughs> Let's get back to reality. Uh, Ruboy, you still uh, you drinking on that, that other confluence beverage over there? Yeah, I'm still you- working on the uh, over the IV. Right there. So, uh, yeah, the, the Pilsner is going down smooth. Same. Yeah, I'd say uh, it sounds like your uh, your farm girl might be uh, similar to the the South Side uh, taste and the the citrus yeah. ale. Yeah, probably pretty similar. A little bit of orange, a little bit of tangerine in there. So <laughs> the tangerine. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's good because you have more than just one flavor profile or. Uh, like you said, the the popular citrus uh, brews kind of tend to have just one, but with this, you have uh, both orange and tangerine in the uh, the flavors, so it's a little more complex, but it's still easy going down in the warm months. Kitty. Orion said that he wants to be on a show. He. Mm. He told me that he needed to be on the show, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to make the cat joke right now. Not going to do it. Listen, I got two of them. <laughs> and I know what's going on. <laughs> but you, you ever tried to make a, like a grapefruit or a, or a lemon or orange beer? I have done orange. I did a Blue Moon clone. Okay. And uh, that one was actually, I think, the first episode these guys had me on. All um, right. But it turned out really good. That was it's probably my second favorite beer that I've made. All right. That uh that, that Liney's grapefruit <coughs> the grapefruit shandy is like one of my one of my favorite beers I've ever had. I, I I love it. I I like all of the shandies Liney's done, except I wasn't a big fan of the ginger one. 
Oh yeah, I've not. I'm not a huge ginger fan. If I'm drinking ginger, it's <clears throat> got to be in a mule. And then they have a lemon haze IPA that just tastes like a lemon or like or no lime haze IPA. Tastes like a lime Christmas tree. It's it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I I used the last three I had for targets. Put it put it that way. It I, I can't do it. But like the grapefruit, the orange, the the peach, the lemon, those are great. I don't think I've had the peach before. We bought the sampler a few years ago, and I think it had the grapefruit, the orange, and of course the typical lemon. Yep, two year, two year, two or three years ago, it came with a ginger shandy. And yep, that's the one we had. Last year, they replaced the ginger, got rid of that, and they put in the peach, peach haze, I think, and then that lime Christmas tree. Lime Christmas tree needs to go away. <laughs> that's kind of like, uh, let's see, if, if you missed the episode where uh, Howard lost the bet, uh, he had to drink a White Claw. Ooh, and it wasn't okay. just a regular White Claw. It was oh, no. one of the like specialty flavor White Claws. Oh. Yep, it almost killed him. But it was the Ice Tea one. What's that? It was the Ice Tea one. Which oh, so it was Ice Tea TV Static. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Lordy, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I I feel bad for him. I mean, I'm thankful that I won the bet because then I didn't have to throw it. <laughs> but again, somebody who bought this garbage in the first place, and it wasn't Howard. He who, didn't. He didn't buy it. Who finances this stuff? It was his sister-in-law. Uh, she she purchased it for a Fourth of July party. I think it was what it was, and it was like one that was left, so it was gifted. <laughs> To him, <clears throat> and of the course, leftover uh, sampler. It sounds like <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember if it was a sampler or if it's like a twelve pack that was purchased specifically this flavor. But again, it was given <clears throat> to uh, to Howard, and then he goes, "Would you like to make a bet?" And I'm like. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, because I don't want to have any part in that. But you know what? We need content on this show. Exactly. Which tonight, there's a little bit of content. So just like that, let's do it. Let's make a bet. And, I, uh, of course, he's not here tonight, so he can't uh, re refresh my memory what the actual bet was. I think it was related to a pay-per-view. Whoever got the higher score wouldn't have to drink it. Yeah, <clears> when, you're, when, you're, when you're wrestling bets. Wrestling, yep. I, I think that's what it was. Uh, a local geek, he's kind of our uh, memory bank for the show. He's like the statistician and brewmaster. Not only does he uh, keep track of the tasty beers that uh, we drink, but he makes us beers. And then, you know, he's, he's a, a super fan. So there you go. So he knows like everything. You're like, yeah, that one episode is episode number uh, 72 that uh, this one is. And this and that happened and et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> Gee, I haven't had any recent road trips to uh, binge listen to the rest of the episode so you have to have a long road trip <laughs> I, I mean man, last night was the most sleep i have gotten in about two months <laughs> so yep it's it's been a hell of a summer mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i'm glad you got some sleep finally yeah yeah 
What'd you get about five, six hours? <laughs> yeah, I, I slept in. I slept in until eight today. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was still midnight, a little after when I went to bed, but I, I slept in until eight. Uh, not going to lie, Mark. The reason I knew most of the stuff I've answered tonight was because I have the uh, drink spreadsheet open right now. <laughs> there you go. I, I've been updating it as we go. So, so you know, I'll, I'll throw something out there, there, there Brewmaster. If you want to try your hand at a, at a grapefruit shandy, I'll, I'll finance that for you for whatever you need for ingredients. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I might take you up on that. I, I'm not, right. sure, not sure when I'll do it, but I'll keep it in mind. Yeah, whenever you get to it. We'll, uh, we'll when is your out. fermenter open? <laughs> like a week, two weeks? What are we talking here? Huh? We scheduled uh, about eight, 12 weeks. Well, or well if I'm putting point. one in next week, it'll be about a week after that before the fermenter opens back up. So, All right. The, the only <laughs> one, the only grapefruit one I've, I've found so far that's, that's really good that I can get in individuals is the uh, grapefruit rattler. Um, and I can find it at at Willikers. That's the only place so far I've found it. But it's like it's twelve drink for a four pack, and they're they're pounders at least. But is that the Grosch or who makes that one? Um, uh, I think it's Radler. Is the is the uh, as far as I know, it, it could be it could be Grosch. I'm I'm not sure. Um, Radler is the main name on there. Then they have a grapefruit. They have several different flavors. So I don't know if Radler is the name of the company or if that's just a name of the beer but and rattler is uh r-a-d-l-i-e-r i think something of that nature i can't spell to begin with so i'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> the t-h-w <laughs> the can or- orange and white what's that it's the can orange and white yeah, yeah. White, silver yeah. something like that yeah Okay, that's uh, Steigl, it looks like. Steigl, yes, those guys. Well, their grapefruit is really good. That one is really good. I had that one when the beer hall in Mandan was open a few okay. times. Okay. The, I mean, I, I love the Liney's one. I just I can't get it individually. I got to buy the sampler pack, and I, I refuse to drink the Liney <laughs> Christmas tree, so I'm not buying the samplers anymore. You, so. you know what you can do with those is you can give them to Mark and Howard at least one can a piece and Ooh. get some content for the show. There we go. Why <laughs> uh, Christmas tree on this show yet? Have they? I mean, we've had some Christmas trees, but <laughs> I don't know about those. Oh, do I, <laughs> do I you gotta do a Christmas tree show? I have I, I got some, I got some good gins that taste just like Christmas trees. For What's you. funny is Howard already had a holiday showcase <laughs> for all the holiday shit beers there from like go. every company. So it's possible he's had this already. We're, we're, we're I, I don't think he did. <laughs> oh, it's a, summer, it's a beer. summer beer. Okay. They, they do have several other Christmas tree beers, but this is their summer beer specifically. So. He We're bought a, uh, he bought quite a few different varieties of the variety yeah, packs yeah, and things, yeah. uh, and oddly enough, and correct me if we've changed so far here, local geek, because uh, the interesting thing, local geek has uh, created a spreadsheet of all of our beers on tap for every episode. Well, hell yeah! So we have a list <laughs> of the company who has been frequented the most, and it happens to be the Spatzel Brewery. In Shiner, Texas, so like huh. Shiner Brewing Company, oh, the yeah. Shiner Bach 
Shiner, yep. etc. They they have all of these beers of any flavor you could imagine, and they're all variety packs. And some of them are really good, like Shiner Bach. Shiner Bach is really good. Absolutely. <clears throat> Their holiday pack, not so good. <laughs> Watch those previous episodes. Uh, really, I don't know, I'd say February, March. That would be about the greatest uh, time frame for you to watch to see go. because uh, Howard had uh, quite a few, and then I ended up with a couple others that uh, we ended up picking up, and he gave me, and so we would try them. There's, uh, it was one of the holiday beers, but it was, how do I describe it? It was, it was supposed to be like a Christmas type beer. Oh, it was Christmas. So, so not quite like a pine tree sort of mentality, but more <laughs> of a, um, it, uh, a pecan pie Ooh. for like Thanksgiving. So it was a pecan beer. Was it shells? Shells makes a make it makes a like a pecan lager <laughs> or something like that. I'm we, pretty sure that one was a Spetzel one. We we had the Spetzel brewing. Okay. Uh, it was it was the, the actual. It was terrible. <laughs> I, I mean, it wasn't the best, right, local geek? <laughs> it it was not well reviewed. <laughs> I don't have a uh, out of five on that one, but <laughs> see, you know, I think what we, sh what we should do is I'll bring over a couple cans of lime Christmas tree. <laughs> and if Kidder can't figure out what I rearranged on his wall back there before the next <laughs> episode, he's got to drink one. <laughs> there you go. Well, I know it's been nothing because he hasn't been back. DVDs included. <laughs> Uh, not, not that you saw. Oh, not that I saw. All right. Good thing that this whole thing's been recorded. <laughs> you guys have only had Lining Kugels on here twice. Really? By my record. Well, we're, we are going and, to. And one of them was actually you, JS. The oh. other one. The other one was, uh, I think, Howie. Okay. Well, it was. I'm assuming it was probably a summer shanty that I had. It wasn't actually. Really? <laughs> it was a uh, chocolate dunkle. Oh, yeah, that one was really good. I like that one. And Mark actually was the other one. He had a collaboration logger. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. I remember that I had a, a lining kugel because I think the the wrap on it, <clears throat> uh, logo paper, etc., etc., was uh, like green and uh, almost a Christmas sweater. Nice. <clears throat> but. The cool thing, we have a brewmaster, local geek, curating the total accumulation of beers <laughs> I, that we have had in this massive spreadsheet, I and it cross-reference between dates, ratings, <clears throat> the beer title, the brewing company, which is also interesting because a couple times we've had water. <laughs> So it happens that the city of Bismarck is listed on the sheet for supplying the water. Did, did you add the coffee? I do have your coffee on here. Hey, there we go. I have I have Cenex on here, and I think I have Holiday on here as well. See, see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, am, I am impressed. Like I, I, I am really impressed. It even goes. All we need is a having certain drinks and having certain drinks, and there you go. The Untapped app. If we made a profile for beers, blues, and BS, 
There you go. Kept you, track. you guys should do that. Do the untapped app. And we just keep track and you just add it to it every time we have one and just add it to the app and give your rating. There we go. That sounds like a lot of work and money. <laughs> a lot of work. Zero <laughs> money involved. <laughs> so uh, I guess, hey, wait a minute. Let's back up a second. Local Geek is a smart-ass guy, and he's one of them tech giant dudes. He's got all the, the, the tech wizardry up in his head. He's probably either got it figured out on his own, or he knows somebody that could figure it out to have an app made that all of us could have, and it would cross-reference if it's been drank on the show before, and if it has what date it's been had, what rating it had, it would just automatically source that that uh, spreadsheet. I mean, local geek, he's probably got it already figured out. You know, he could take the easy way out and just, give us, and just share the spreadsheet and not have to go through all the expense <laughs> and, and everything of creating an app. <laughs> Yeah, I'm rude boy. <laughs> I mean, the spreadsheet's no, already it's shared. An app with that's already Howard. made. <laughs> well, not don't all speak at once. <laughs> I I did update the spreadsheet though. If you haven't looked, Mark, I added uh, if it was an alcoholic drink or a non-alcoholic drink to the uh, list of what you guys have drank. Oh hell so yeah! You, so you are currently at ninety-nine drinks total. Ooh. And 96 one of more. them are alcoholic. We get one more beer that we can add. Make it 100. Man, make it, a, make it 100 on your birthday? On Kidder's Facebook? I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Refresh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. We got... Hey, oh. He's got the hey, ice. Got Is that the old... Oh, thank you. I-C-E. Is that uh, number 100 that you just poured there, Mark? Uh, I mean, I had this <clears throat> earlier in the show as uh, I guess when we were, you know, talking and joining and whatnot. But this, I suppose, with the Dr. Pepper, yes, will be the Centennial Brew slash alcoholic beverage. There it is. Right like that. I think mine might be more. See, the Dr. Pepper yes. makes a difference, doesn't yeah. it? It it pairs with it so well. Like it's it's an extra flavor. It's twenty four flavors. Yeah, so tasty. yeah. The twenty three, <laughs> the twenty three flavors, and spices, and flavors. Brewmaster's <laughs> laughing. He's like that extra extra one flavor really sets it up. Yeah, alcohol. <laughs> that's what it does. <laughs> I think that's actually how my wife drinks it. Is with Dr. Pepper. It's been a few years since she's had it, but I think that's how she has it. It's a good mixer. Use Dr. Pepper for a mix with most of the whiskeys, and I haven't found it go bad with one of them yet. Yeah. Whatever they put in that magic concoction just blends in with, like, anything whiskey. It's all 23 flavors. Yeah. So even if you want to go the cheap route and do uh, Dr. Pepper and uh, Black Velvet, that's that's pretty tasty, too. Black got- Velvet in the I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a no on that one. <laughs> no, no. You got 23 flavors there. One of them's gonna work with the whatever you put it with. <laughs> <laughs> we got some black velvet in the freezer, and I, I don't know. It was like two weeks ago. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have a oh, hell more than two weeks ago, a month ago, whatever. 
gonna have a black velvet and coke yeah i made halfway nope yep. do, do it with pepper give it a try nope not uh even the doctor can't resuscitate that drink <laughs> oh i've i've graduated past the black velvet and like some of that so I can't oh that's fine it. funny thing is uh <clears throat> the rude boy over there absolutely love because in iowa you can buy alcohol at sam's club and walmart oh hell yeah all the other places unlike here where it has to be in a liquor store off to the side right so the difference is down there they actually have like a selection and it's the sam's club brands the maker's mark but then they also have uh, a lot of the main label brands so do they have maker's mark maker's mark like is that a thing I mean, uh, no, they, they've got the big bottles of Makers, uh, but Sam's also has their, their brand version of spiced, uh, spiced rum. They have a, like a Johnny Red clone that's uh, pretty on, on spot. You can get but, a Maker's uh, vodka that's exactly bottled and tastes like Grey Goose. Yeah. If you, really? want, if you want vodka, right? It's a that. giant thing. But Ruboy likes to uh, WTF to, to pick up the, <laughs> the Maker's Mark versions or Maker's label or what, what is that? What it is? That's not it's, Maker's Mark label, but it's, no, it's uh, the Sam's the, choice, the Sam's Sam's whatever it's called. It's uh, I'd have to find it out, but it's something that if you don't want uh, want to pay Johnny Walker or, or uh, like you said. Uh, was a gray goose prices they've got something that's about less than half of the price for the the sam's version of their vodka or spiced rum or the only one that i haven't liked is their gin uh gin's kind of really hit or miss for me but um a good gin is hard to make because it's like it either tastes Straight like you're chewing on a Christmas tree, mm-hmm. or it tastes really good. There, there's no, there's no in between. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's something that that I'd say that uh, you you kind of have to bite the bullet and the first time you try it, and you either love it or you hate it. So. Anyway, um, I almost feel like we're at that point where Howard would come in and be like, hey, you know, we've been talking for quite a while. You should shut the hell up. Yeah. 
It's only been like three hours at this point. So we've had a hundred drinks on, on this show. Almost cheers to a hundred drinks. It 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 cheers. Yeah, if if you add if you add the three one nine, the Dubliner, both of the ones that Rude Boy had, we've gotta be over a hundred. Well, it's plus uh, the two you had. It's my one hundredth drink. Oh yes, because because we uh, we <laughs> we had a lot of drinks on this show, and it seems that I'm more of the alcoholic on this show. Well, I shouldn't even. Yes, I should say that because I think uh, local geek. Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's only been uh, once or twice where I have not had an alcoholic beverage on the show. You've got three non-alcoholics. See? Nope. Look at that. We got the statistician right there. There you go. An actual word. Thank you very much. It's right there. We have it in living proof. He's gone back through. He's And I pulled it uh, up. He's even I uploaded it in real time. I, Holy I, I crap. He's, he's, he's a magic man. Right? He's like heart. Oh. He's a magic man. I lyric to it, but I, I my brain just went... Totally squirrel, and I couldn't. I couldn't think of the next name. All you need words. to do is bang named, bang named, bang named. Because after that the magic popped in, because after the magic man is the riff, the basic Diddy, Guitar Hero all over again. Hey, uh, you guys playing Guitar Hero? Hey. Boy was there. He gets it. Yeah, it was. Guitar Hero was a good time. So before we hang this thing up for the night. Because we just mentioned that Guitar Hero and Heart and the, and the song, obviously, because Magic Mang was in Guitar Hero. Uh, used to have a roommate for a, a bit of time in college after I uh, moved into the first apartment. And uh, his nickname in our group became Tooley because he was a bit of a tool. And by bit of a tool, I mean like full-on rager, like weird. Kind of like we were discussing the past couple days with things, like kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Did, did he have the tattoo? And no tattoos. Oh, no, okay. absolutely no tattoos. Right, like right. socially awkward. Uh, the only uh, chick that would probably marry him was marrying his twin brother. Ah. <laughs> so, I go. mean... It also leads to the the question of do they share her? Do they like the, the, you mean there, there there's no small stuff teddy bear? Uh, there is no teddy bear that that I remember. Okay. However, okay. there was a play by blanket which whenever he would in, uh, invite friends over, he would fold it in half so you wouldn't see that it's a play by blanket. <laughs> there is also <laughs> like an origami folded subway sandwich wrapper that had been, of course, used as you know a, from a sandwich placed on a shelf nice i don't know why was it the like standard swan or was it something cool no just folded like it wasn't anything oh. it, was just, it was just folded <laughs> put on a shelf why is it there what does this matter is there drugs what does this mean i i don't even know so fast forward a month basically because he really lived with me for i don't know four months before I'm like, get the hell out of my place. Like you're, you're awkward, <laughs> <laughs> which on the move out, he ended up shaving like his body into <laughs> the, the bathtub shower 
of the master, which was his room. So you walk in and, and and you're like, ah, there's like, there's a bear coming here. What is this? It's all like black pubes and hair, like all over the tub. I'm like, what is this? Turn on the shower and just get rid of all of that, and then grab the bleach and like a like holy water, and you're doing uh uh yeah, I don't know, one of those uh you know holy um sessions but with this specific instance i had invited a rude boy and howard was there uh, a few other friends of ours were invited and had come over and we were having you know <clears throat> a, a beer or whatever 17 i mean it's college it was 17 we 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 really couldn't have a party though because of the apartment rules like there were some older people who lived in the building and managers, and so then they're like, "What are you guys doing?" Like, so you couldn't like be loud and etc. So gotcha. we were playing Guitar Hero, yeah, and it was uh, Xbox 360. I had the actually back over there have the two guitars yet, so we were playing Cole Player. So one could play guitar, one could play bass. And we were just playing yeah, Guitar cool. Hero. <laughs> I actually have photos of this. A rude boy looking like he's twelve at this point, you know. <laughs> Your little goatee. I got rid of that. It takes about ten years off the age, and I get rid of this. Free mustache action. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, so, sitting there playing, and and we're having a good time. I don't know. We'd been there for a good half hour, forty five minutes at this point, and we're we're laughing. Oh, you should try this song. Like, yeah, try playing this, and you're gonna screw it up. Whatever, laughing. I'm sitting in, in my uh, computer chair, which was off to the side. And I mean, we had, I don't know what, six of us, Rude Boy, maybe seven. Yeah, yeah it was, it was about that. It was, I mean, it was a good crowd. And we're all in, in my room because that's where my TV was. And out of the corner of my eye, I look out the door, which would be to the kitchen area, which is the island, the sink the cabinets, etc., And I see him standing on the opposite side of the island, like in the dark, basically staring. I'm like, he, <clears throat> he's, um, he, he's over by the island. And they're like, what? I'm like, he's like in the shadows watching <laughs> us. <laughs> and so we kind of like, look at him like, okay. And so he comes closer. And now he's around the corner. He's like, uh, you, guys, you guys playing Guitar Hero? Yeah. Circle gets the square. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we're playing Guitar Hero. Uh, you, you, you got something to drink? You want to join us? Oh, okay. <laughs> and he stood there for another like five minutes and then left. Yeah. And we're like, what is he doing? <laughs> what? What just happened? Yeah, it was a little awkward. The uh, the the best one, I should leave it for when Howard is with us, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin it for him. <laughs> so 
at, uh, at one point, Rude Boy was our couch guy. Ah, this yep. was later. Okay. So Howard uh, earlier had been our couch guy. Everybody has been the couch guy at one point in time. I'd... Right. So at, at this point, <clears throat> Rude Boy uh, uh, had not yet lived with us. Howard had finished his college uh, portion, student teaching, doing different things, and he got a job with LM Glass Fiber. Uh-huh. I suppose I shouldn't call them out directly. He was making turbine blades. I worked out there too. And working the third shift, which was from me too, like 5 p.m. to what, 3 a.m. ish? Uh, yeah. Somewhere I, there. <clears throat> our, our, my third shift was midnight to 8 a.m. Okay, so maybe it was second shift. Yeah, that was from, well, that was that was my third shift, but I, I worked security out there, so we were technically a different agency, but hmm. yeah, yeah. So he'd typically go in in the afternoon, late afternoon, and work until like his schedule off time was two or three. But sometimes if they're behind, it would be like eight a.m. <laughs> so as him being the couch guy, he'd come home. And he's tired as hell. He'd get ready for bed, brush his teeth, whatever, put the blanket on, he out on the on the couch. Cause he brought the couch is a nineteen seventy whatever floral couch. Was it a high bed? Uh no. Oh just man. the couch. Just just the floral couch. Heavy as hell, but that some bitch was comfortable because <laughs> you'd sit down in it oh <laughs> take a nap. Immediately, my parents had the floral couch in their house. It was probably like the same years. same damn thing. I, I bet. Like everybody in the seventies had this heavy as hell couch. That was that was my workout <clears throat> tool when I was like, aside from square bells, <laughs> when I was like ten years old, eight years old, whatever. I'd crawl under the couch and just sit and bench press the couch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some bitch is heavy, so he'd come home whenever he's done. And uh, this is also, I might add, when he had to shave because they had to wear respirators. Yep. So Ooh, he had, he worked on that line. So he had to shave, yeah. which he was pissed about. You and want, you want, he, he looked like he was iron. He looked like he was twelve. There's no doubling her in that. Uh, not yet. But there we go. Thank you. There, Add it to that. There will be. sound right there. Okay. So, again, Shave looks like he's 12. He's tired as hell, comes home, and he lays down. He goes to bed. He's got the blanket. He's laying there. He's asleep. He's getting some good, good sleep because I wouldn't wake him up. Right. I wouldn't make noise. Like, I had my area, and I wasn't going to, you know, cause a scene loud enough where he's going to wake up. Because I didn't want to be that asshole that wakes him up, right? Right. He's trying to get things done, make some money, etc. Anyway, so what he would typically do because of the hours that he would work, he'd get worn out. He'd be sleeping. So he would sleep until maybe 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. Because, again, he's working that time period late enough and early enough where he would try and get eight hours of sleep and it would be late enough into the day 
is where he then go back into work and, you know, not be a zombie and I don't know, sand stuff and like lose his hand because he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Some of the stuff in that plant is not fun. Right? The glue, the resin, yeah, the, yeah, the resin. He would talk about the yeah. resin where if you spilled it on your paper suit, it would burn through the suit and straight through your clothing and onto your skin and then burn through your arm or whatever. That stuff is nasty. Because it's nasty. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, you got to be con constantly knowing what you're doing while you're there. So you have to be aware and like rested. Yeah. So again, <laughs> he's sleeping on the couch. Well, just so happened, Thule. <laughs> had an IT job at the university. So he had, you know, eight to five hours and would be like mandated to take lunch at 1145 until one o'clock or whatever. So he'd come home at by 12, have lunch. Not so, I don't want to say knowledgeable, but let's say <clears throat> aware of other people. So he'd come home and he would make a salad every day, which, by the way, Dorothy Lynch dressing is the quintessential element of any salad. I have some of that in my fridge right now, actually. It's good stuff. <laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> Rude boy knows. It's good. So, like, it's good. The ham slices. Salad. It's, it's good with everything, man. The, the cutting board. So this yeah, is he, when he, it comes into play. He didn't know how to make a salad. <laughs> when, uh, oh, I just lost a drop somewhere. Do, that, do, that's do, an angel's do, cut. Do, do you know what you're doing? I, I, I do. That was for the angels. Ah, gotcha. So when he comes home from lunch every day, or for lunch, so every day, he comes home, he gets out all the shit to make his lunch. <laughs> And it's a freaking salad. So you're like, how much crap can you put on a salad? <laughs> he gets out the ham and the cheese and the whatever, the croutons and, all, and the Dorothy Lynch dressing, the quintessential element to every salad, which he later told the chick. And that's why it's the quintessential element to every salad. Oh. Because he's bragging about how he makes a salad. Yeah. <laughs> so he puts a piece of ham on a freaking plate. And this is like Sandwich ham. Yeah. It's sliced ham that you put on a freaking sandwich. Uh -huh. He puts it on a plate. He grabs a knife. <laughs> and then, because obviously there's strips now, you got to turn it 90 degrees. So he does that. <laughs> No, that was no. annoying as shit. No, it's not gonna do it. Not, no, that's that's not even the same. Don't break my glass. No, <laughs> it's not even the same. Can't do it. That's how he would do it. How do you do this? <laughs> Every day. Every day. He wouldn't use a damn cutting board. He just used no, the ceramic plates. <laughs> Don't buy the stuff that's already diced for you. No. No, you take a thinly sliced piece of ham. Or, or just peel it by hand. Plate, grab a knife and then specifically cut it in a slow enough manner where it... Across the plate. 
Now, I never heard it because I was either awake and gone or my door was closed and had, like, enough ambient noise to cut that out. Poor Howard. <laughs> he's sleeping in the same, you know, open-air environment because he's in the living room and the kitchen's right there. And he he's, like, off in La La Land. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> So, so I feel bad for uh, Howard because he's probably still having nightmares about uh, that sound, and I'm sure it's probably at this point PTSD. So if we if we got like a ceramic plate and a knife, just like a butter knife. So you're saying the next time that we get Howard out to dinner, yep, I need to cut when I if I cut steak, I need to make damn sure that Do what I you just, can. On a ceramic plate with like a butter knife. Just... <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Game on. And I'm I'm sad because <clears throat> Rude Boy didn't get to experience. Obviously, the local geek. Oh, I I remember oh. him doing it, but it was just something where I was I was awake. I didn't have Howard's schedule, but it was something that I I saw him doing that, and I was just like, Remember, the you're not you're not doing something right. As Howie Blues would say, well, we've been talking for quite a while. It's time for some cheap plugs. Unlike uh, Mark Henry. You know who Mark Henry is? Mark Henry? Well, I, I know like the, the, the old school Mark Henry, the, the, you know, the, the old guy with the hammers. But, uh, Not that, that Mark John Henry. Henry. John Henry, yes. <clears throat> this is Mark Henry. Uh, the wrestler? Wrestling, yes, ah, okay, yes, okay. Hall, yep, yep, Hall yep. of Famer, working with AEW and now interviews people backstage, basically. Yeah. Well, guys, there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. That's really his big thing in the past year. So, what you can do, watching or listening, is visit us at BeerBluesBS.com. That's your home in cyberspace for everything related to Beer Blues and BS, including, <clears throat> well, merchandise, our Facebook page, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere else that we are broadcast. BeerBluesBS.com right here at the bottom of your screen. Sorry, I got in your face. BeerBluesBS.com. It's at the bottom. BeerBluesBS.com. Again. The place where you can find us. And as I mentioned, you can find us on Facebook. Please like the show on Facebook. Share it with your friends because sharing is caring. And uh, we want to expand the Triple B family because when you listen to the show, your family, you know what I'm saying? Your family. Your family. It's like we share the pasta, but you got to take it a smaller bites. <laughs> we just want you to buy him a drink. Oh, buy me a drink is totally <laughs> fine. That's also at beerbluesbs.com where you can buy us a beer. It doesn't have to be a beer. I mean, if you want to buy us, you know, a Dubliner, perhaps, which we we drank half the bottle tonight. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. I have done a number on that said there, Irish whiskey. <clears throat> that's a pretty damn good. I'm not complaining at all. And uh, thank you again for sharing that. Howie Blues bringing us tonight's What's on Tap, apparently. That's what the graphic says. It says at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know where you're going with this. I, I'm going with what it says. <laughs> I, 
I mean, both local geek and uh, rude boy are like, what do you, where are we? What's happening? Are we still doing this show? <clears throat> well, let's finish the cheap plugs because as I said, you can buy us a beer, buy us a, a whole, uh, what is it? 750 of uh, tasty liquor. If you want, whatever the case is, beerbluesbs.com. Click the buy us a beer link right there. On the bottom of the screen, you get the graphic with your name. And if you type us a message, did you know that? You could type us a message no. and, and then we read it on the air. I did not know that. I, I may have to start doing that. <laughs> when we when we start doing these live shows, <laughs> I might right. have to start writing you some messages. It's going to be a, a message. I don't know if it's going to be show appropriate, but it'll be there. <laughs> it'll be there. The bottom of the show, beerbluesbs.com, right here on the screen. <clears throat> There's that. Uh, for the audio versions, we are on every audio platform from iHeartRadio, which, of course, is one of the biggest platforms on the planet for Heck. podcasts and music. Heck, yeah. Also, Pandora. Everybody's got a Pandora account. I still have mine from college. Right? You see what I'm saying? So you can subscribe to us at Beer Blues NBS. Just search it right there in the app, and then you get us right there. We're also on... Uh, uh, iTunes, there you go. So Apple Music, if you're in the uh, Apple world, if you're on the Google world, we're on Google Podcasts and the go. Google Play Store. We're also on TuneIn and IMDb and uh, a bunch of different places. And so I know you, for a fact, have had uh, the the different audio platforms, and you searched Beer Blues and BS, and you subscribed to us. I did. So thank I you. I did. Thank you for that. We're on pretty much every audio platform that's out there, which is, I know, crazy to think. But, you know, we're kind of a big deal, and we want to share it with you. And you, as the people listening or watching, are the big things about this to be part of the show. So please subscribe and share <clears throat> on any and all platforms. We really appreciate that. So anyway, we're talking about Beer Blues and BS again everywhere. And the video version on YouTube, if you want to watch the show, See the uh, behind the scenes, see the extras that are put into the video. You know, Howard likes to comment on things. Future Howard. He does. He does. There, there are those things that he comments on. And sometimes he puts things in various places on the screen. So you got to watch out and like, you know, Nickelback isn't really that big of a band, but they're, they're suddenly behind you somewhere. And I'm sure you put them like right there. They have. Put them right in there with that thing I rearranged in your wall. You know, Howard, <laughs> I try to like you and I'd give you a drink, but you do stuff like that. And now we're here. <laughs> so, anyway. I got a drink for him for all the hard work he does. Oh, you go. you're right. You got a drink for him. So it's good that he's not putting stuff behind you. <laughs> Like uh, the farmer's daughter or whatever beer that you had there. Farm girl. Get it right. Farm girl. I'm sorry. It's not the daughter. I These we days, do you know? We don't, we I mean, don't. She probably is the farmer's daughter. Okay. Do not look up C-Sam. Uh, don't. Don't. <laughs> what did you say there, local geek? Did you have something? I said she probably is a farmer's daughter. I mean, farm girl typically grows up on a farm. She's somebody's daughter. Damn it. Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Before we get into any more trouble or get censored or removed from YouTube, uh, please join us at beerbluesbs.com and click on all the above. So uh, at this point, I want to open it up for the final comments for everyone on the show. And uh, since I'm, you know, gabbing right now and JS is right next to me, you got any closing comments for us? You know, Kidder, I think we have covered just about every topic <laughs> that any of us can come up with tonight. So signing off as the, the fastest gun here in the upper Midwest, it is the JS Gunslinger. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah. Glad, glad to be here and uh, always a good time to be on the show and and happy birthday to uh, to Mr. Mark Kidder. Thanks, Rude Boy. Local geek. Yeah, definitely happy to be here again. Happy birthday to you, even though it's no longer your birthday. No. But that's okay. We we can keep the party going for however long it needs to go, right? Super kick party! Yeah, it, it goes until the party stops. So if you don't stop the party, it keeps going, right? And hopefully Cheers. we'll be back here in a couple weeks with another beer for you guys to try. Awesome. This might be the longest episode yet. I'm sure Howard's going to cut out about a third of this. So, I mean, we'll, we'll probably be short on time at this point. <clears throat> He's like, what are you guys talking about here? Oh, we'll just cut that. It's fine. In fact, right about now, he'll probably cut it. You have been listening to a... I don't, I don't know. Right. We'll, we'll end up seeing in the final version. It'll be good. So, for our brewmaster himself, the local geek... For rude boy Kyle, live in living color, <clears throat> down from Des Moines, giving the thumbs up, and in person, right over here in living color, that's JS Gunslinger. I am the man, the myth, legend, the man, <clears throat> Mark Kidder. Thanks for joining us for this and every edition of Beer Blues and BS. We do appreciate it. Please remember, keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that old dusty Tuscan Highway. You have a good one. We'll see you on the next episode of Beer Blues NBS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer Blues NBS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. It is actually. <laughs> yeah, he actually has absinthe over at his place. It's not the, the drive you crazy mad stuff that's, you know, illegal. But he has absinthe. I, I almost got some lettuce opium tonight, but I uh, I didn't. I decided to not go with that one.
So I, ha I have Bluetooth if, if there's a way to, to hook this up and then I have a mic. <sighs> That's true. I don't know if that'll work if we're, we're going to get like weird. It'd it probably game. screw with it. What would be funny is if you joined from your phone from right there, <laughs> connected <laughs> to your Bluetooth, so then it's you here, but then it shows your face here all of a sudden. That would be a total. I mean, we could do that. I don't care. Total it, mind it, is what it would be. And yes, future Howard, that one's for you if you use this in behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flat the camera. He's got a kilt. Watch out. <laughs>